A couple started a fundraiser to buy the rights to Last Christmas by Wham and remove it from the airwaves. South Korea lifts a ban on imported sex dolls. And drunk Santas in a tank cause chaos in a small village. These are the weird stories for Tuesday on Weird AF News, the only daily weird news podcast hosted by a comedian inside a closet. Thanks for joining me. Happy holidays. Let's go. A Scrooge couple is trying to raise money to remove Wham's Last Christmas and ban it from ever being played again. A couple are hoping they can buy up the rights to the hit Christmas single. Last Christmas, I gave you my heart. You guys know the one. Uh, The pair are tired of hearing this George Michael festive classic every year. Uh, They are convinced that there is no longer any festive charm to Wham's hit Last Christmas. They're trying to raise funds in order to purchase the rights to this song. The couple is a Swedish-British couple named Thomas Mazzetti, age 50, and his wife Hannah, age 33. They plan on doing everything they can in their power to outlaw this song completely, banning it from ever being played, not just at Christmas, but forever, anywhere, anytime. Now, they didn't sit on their hands with this one. They didn't simply tweet it. No, they started a fundraiser. They've set up what's called No More Last Christmas Pledge. They say it's the culmination of 13 years of hate geared towards the George Michael and Andrew Ridgely song, Last Christmas. <laughs> they really can't stand it. Now, as of the Christmas weekend, the couple has only raised $100,000 towards removing this 1984 hit from our ears. Now, it says here, The rights to the song are currently owned by Warner Chapel Music UK, and the rights are valued between $15 million and $25 million. So they have a long way to go in order to hit their goal and have this song removed forever. Hannah was inspired to do this because of some past trauma in which she counted the song being played no less than 111 times during a single shift while she was working at a cafe in Oxford, England. We have a quote here from Hannah, the holiday hater, as I'm calling her. She says, Some people love to hear this song 500 times a day around Christmas. Those people are my enemies. Hannah says if this fundraiser is successful, which it doesn't sound like it's going to be, thankfully, she is going to take the master recording for last Christmas and bury it in a nuclear waste dump in Finland for some reason. I, for one, don't support the removal of this last Christmas song. I find it to be one of the more tolerable Christmas jingles, if we're being honest. If you were to tell me you'd like to remove Mariah Carey's Last Christmas from the airwaves, I'd I'd be more apt to support you in that. I, I find that song to be played way too much, and I'm a little tired of it, to be honest with you. Is there a Christmas song that you're sick of? What do you think of Last Christmas by Wham? Do you like this song? I think it's great. Um, I was thinking of Christmas songs and that perhaps should be removed. There's one that's very creepy uh, that implies non, uh, non-consent. And the, the song is called Have a Holly Jolly Christmas. Are you familiar with this one? There's a line in there that I find very questionable. <laughs> uh, there is a ho a ho a mistletoe hung where you can see. 
somebody waits for you. Kiss her once for me. I just find that very creepy. Well, you give it. Kiss her once for me. <laughs> like, who is this person that's telling you to kiss him once for you? What if it's your daughter? <laughs> kiss her once for me. Arie. And in my head, I just imagine a creepy pirate saying that. Maybe that's just me. I'm weird. Yay! South Korea ends the ban on importing sex dolls. South Korea has formally ended a ban on the import of full-body sex dolls, ending years of debate over how much the government can actually interfere in the private life of its citizens who may want sex dolls in their life. People are lonely. It's hard to find someone that will allow you to touch them. Sex dolls, of course, are a solution, one of a few. It says here, although there are no laws or regulations banning the import of sex dolls, hundreds and perhaps thousands of sex dolls have been seized by customs over the years. Uh, They have cited a clause in the law that bans the import of goods that, quote, harm the country's beautiful traditions and public morale. Yes, leave it up to your customs agents to decide what is good for your country's tradition and public morale. (laughs) What could possibly go wrong? My guess is they're not allowing Dave Chappelle's comedy into their country as well. It says here, importers complained and took their cases to courts, most of which agreed with them and ordered customs to actually release the sex dolls. Release the sex dolls! Just an army of sex dolls pushed out the door. They say they are, used, they are used in people's private spaces and don't undermine human dignity. Yes, that's right. They're used in people's private spaces. People should be able to do whatever the hell they want in their private spaces as long as they're not harming others outside of their private spaces or within their private spaces. What's wrong with, with a little sex doll dry hump? I don't see anything wrong with it. The holidays can get lonely. It says here, yesterday, Korea Customs Services said in a statement that it began enforcing a revised guideline to get life-size adult sex dolls into the country. It said it reviewed recent court rulings and opinions from relevant government agencies, including the Ministry of Gender Equality and Family. The Customs Service said it will still ban the import of childlike sex dolls or others embodying certain people. It said other countries like the U.S., Australia, and the U.K. also ban childlike sex dolls. While the, the decision reflects South Korea's slow yet gradual moves to restrict state interference into people's personal lives, some women's rights and conservative organizations will likely again voice their opposition to the use of sex dolls. They say they deepen sexual objectification of women and actually undermine public morale. In this story, we have a character named Lee Sang-jin, who is a former head of a local company that imports sex dolls. Lee welcomes the Customs Service's decision. Lee says, It's reasonable, this decision, although it came a bit late. We thought our people's rights to seek happiness and use dolls in their private lives have been restricted by the state. There are various types of people who use dolls, including those who are sexually alienated or those who need them for artistic purposes as well. Oh, artistic purposes. I never thought of that use of a sex doll. I guess there's a lot of... Korean artists painting sex doll still lifes. Uh, I support that. Maybe you want to make some TikTok videos with your sex doll friend. 
South Korean authorities don't crack down on the sale of domestically made sex dolls, but their quality is in general inferior to those made in other countries. Oh, fascinating. Lee said his former company has already taken back more than 20 sex dolls from customs officials through these lawsuits. He said the company has filed separate lawsuits seeking government compensation as many of the retrieved sex dolls became unusable following about two years of seizures by the customs service. Oh, they were unusable. Perhaps the customs service agents were just uh, tinkering around with them to make sure they were real sex dolls. We just wanted to see if they were real sex dolls. (laughs) Don't mind the damage. The recent custom services decision will allow importers to get back their sex dolls held in government storages run by the agency, which, as you can imagine, must be a hilarious storage unit. (laughs) Well, in this storage unit, we have all the drugs that we've seized. And in this storage unit, sex dolls. Customs officials say they still likely hold more than 1,000 sex dolls that had been sent to South Korea over the last four years. Obviously, I support the release of these sex dolls. You know, men don't have a lot of choices when it comes to sex toys. Women seem to have a whole potpourri of various devices that they can use. Men have very little. Basically, the sex doll is all we got. There's a couple others, but... So, you know, come on, man. Let us have some sex dolls. Something, you know. Maybe you guys disagree. Call the show. 646-450-2012. Do you think that these sex dolls objectify women? This is what they're saying. Drunk Santas in a tank caused chaos in a small village. What a great title to a holiday story. Drunk Santas in a tank causing chaos. There was some chaos in a small Cornish village when a group of Santas tried to drive a tank through the village and got stuck. First of all, where do you even get a tank, man? Can you just go get a tank? Can you rent a tank on Uber? I'd like to hire a tank driver, please. I got... 18 Santas that want to cause some chaos. By the way, we're all drunk. Happy holidays. Says here the tank damaged some property, ran over a car, blocked access to some famously decorated streets in the village center. Residents and festive relevers in the village of Angarak were left fuming when a group of military reenactors dressed as a Santa Claus drove into the village outside Hale in a vintage armored personnel carrier. Um, complete with tank tracks, which proved way too wide for the roads. <laughs> Love it. I'd never even heard of a group of military reenactors. That sounds like a, a wild group right there. Some drunk military reenactors driving around in a vintage tank. What could possibly go wrong, guys? Come on, it's Christmas. There are a slew of videos that have gone viral. Um, they filmed this unusual yet rather comical scene, which shows the Santas and the tank. Some of the Santas seem to be well into their festive drinks. They are all struggling to move their army vehicle while being told by the residents um, that they should stop. And uh, along with some colorful language, as you can imagine, as they tried to drive the tank through the narrow streets of the village, which is famous for its Christmas lights. Some of the historical reenactment enthusiasts can be heard slurring their words and gesticulating rather wildly as they struggle to move the tank about. Uh, One traffic warden can be heard telling them off as well and insisting that they go no further. You can hear her in the video yell, You cannot come in with your tank! There are cars parked here! You're You're not going to get through! One of the Santas tries to argue in the video but is visibly too drunk while the driver then argues with the traffic warden about being allowed into the village. 
Um, there has been no suggestion that the driver had been drinking. Of course the driver was drinking. The Devon and Cornwall Police Departments have confirmed they attended the scene. Attended the scene. <laughs> they attended it. <laughs> I just imagine them standing on the sidelines with their eggnog just watching it all go down. Some people who had tried to go to Angarak to enjoy the village's amazing Christmas lights that evening took to social media, either seeing the funny side of this or complaining about the chaos that the Santas and their tank have caused for the beautiful village lights and the scene. One woman said, Well, that was eventful. An army tank? Yes, an actual army tank driven by several inebriated Santas trying to get to the pub in Angarak who got stuck along the way. Um, leave it to our UK citizens to use lofty vocabulary words such as inebriated. I love it. Another angry citizen said, Last night a tank attempted to visit the village and caused chaos on Marsh Lane, hitting cars and getting stuck. Eventually the police had to close the road until it could be removed. Horrible, horrible Christmas scene, I say. Well, what a shame. You have a whole town excited about the lights. Uh, seems to be their outstanding feature, these Christmas lights in their town square. And it's all spoiled because of military reenactments which I have never heard of. You know, one way to fix this is to not allow citizens to drive a tank around in your town. That's just an idea. You know, I'm not a politician or a lawmaker, but it would seem to me a little outlandish to allow tanks to be driven around your town. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Some people really take the Christmas spirit to a whole new level, though. You got to give them that. Bring us some figgy pudding. Bring us some figgy pudding and bring it out here. You can keep your figgy pudding, man. That sounds gross. I admit I've never had figgy pudding. It does sound horrible, though. I would try it, though. I'll try anything for the most part. Um, by the way, thanks to everybody who sent me gifts over the weekend. I got a box of crazy weird snacks and I can't remember who the hell they're from. So if you sent me some strange weird uh, Asian snacks, please message me. There was no name on it. I know someone wrote me and was telling me they were going to send it, but I can't, I couldn't find the message in Instagram, Facebook. I got three emails. I, I, don't, I couldn't find the damn thing. So if you sent me these things, it's a lot of shrimp flavored snacks. Let's just say that. So please hit me up. Now, the best way to reach me... Oh, I'm choking. <coughs> Excuse me. Uh, funnyjones at Gmail. Easy. It comes right to me. I check that email constantly. Um, you can also slide into my Instagram DMs at funnyjones. By the way, those of you who follow me on Instagram, you'll see some nice photos that I posted of my Christmas uh, afternoon. Well, it was, it was from morning until night, really, where I was volunteering at the Laugh Factory in Hollywood to help feed the homeless. Uh, so I have a few photos on there. We had some celebrity drop-ins as well, including Tim Allen and Tiffany Haddish and Craig Robinson. So it's pretty cool. So you can check out those photos on my Instagram at Funny Jones. I'll probably stick them in the Patreon as well. That would be a cool thing to do. So those of you who are in the Patreon, you can check those out. I'll put those in there later today. Um, I have a new patron, by the way, so I want to give thanks and praise. A special holiday thanks and praise to Crystal, Crystal Collier. I hope I said that right. It could be Collier. It could be Collier. Collier? Could it be uh, Collier? Crystal Collier? Is it French? Uh, Crystal joined the Patreon, became a new member of the Patreon. I'm so grateful. Anytime somebody steps up their 
contribution game and, and uh, you know, commits to the Patreon, I'm very, very grateful for that. Because that's like, it's like buying me a coffee every single month, not just at the holidays. So it's the gift that keeps on giving. So thank you, Crystal, for joining the Patreon. Please enjoy the extra content. And please have a lovely new year, you unbelievable, beautiful soul, you. Uh, if you guys would like to join the Patreon, as Crystal has done this holiday season, go to patreon.com slash weirdafnews or go to weirdafnews.com and click on the Patreon banner. You can also buy me coffees off my website, weirdafnews.com as well. Um, I'm going to be publishing a couple phone calls, including one from Michael after this. Michael from Iowa City is uh, extending the the uh, holiday contribution match all the way to New Year's. So anyone who joins the Patreon or buys me a coffee or gives me a PayPal contribution, Michael will uh, match a portion of that. Uh, up to $200. So Michael's being very generous this holiday season. So if you guys still, there's just letting you know there's still time to contribute up until January 1st. So you'll hear that phone call a little bit later. Um, I got a lot of uh, Christmas messages as well, and I'm, I'm very grateful. I hope you guys had a lovely, lovely time over the holiday weekend. I didn't do an episode yesterday. Please forgive me. I was taking a, a day off. I was a little exhausted. So... Uh, I hope that you are, you were also exhausted from having such a great weekend. Yeah, you know you're killing it when you're exhausted from having too much fun. I love that. Anyways, if you guys want to call the show, the number six four six four five zero twenty twelve. And as always, catch you later, bro. Yay! Hi, this is Hannah again. I was just thinking of uh, whipping Wednesdays and gagging up Thursdays. <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> oh. Oh. I'll be, oh my god, I'll be dwelling on that this entire weekend. Um, Merry Christmas, everyone. Jonesy! Hey, Jonesy. It's Lily. I can't believe, man. <laughs> Man, man, Jonesy, man, Jonesy, I can't, man, I can't, Jonesy, man, Jonesy, I can't believe, I can't believe that you don't know, you don't know what a cocoa party is, man, this is possibly a cocoa party, you don't know what a cocoa party, you think it's hot, you think it's hot cocoa? This is possibly a cocoa party. This is possible a cocoa party. This shirts are in. He still wants a second chance. He stands for a second date. He shoots her and then invites her to go dancing. After he shoots her. Jonesy, Jonesy, I love, love, good luck with your Christmas, man, good luck, Jonesy, good luck, Jonesy, good, good, good luck, good luck with your Christmas, man, I hope Santa Claus comes down the chimney. Hey, this is Michael calling from Iowa City, I hope 
you, Jonesy, and all of you weirdos out there, had a blessed and joyous holiday season, that you were able to spend time with family and friends, and that you have a full heart from spending time with uh, those loved ones and realizing that uh, the reason for this holiday season. And as such, I hope you all received many gifts and maybe you're flush with cash right now and are thinking about doing a little more giving. Uh, it's still a, a giving time of season. And let's wrap up this Thanks for Giving campaign here on New Year's Day. If you still want to donate to Jonesy, this would be the perfect time to do it. You can do that through uh, joining the Patreon by making a PayPal donation or possibly by uh, buying Jonesy a cup of coffee. So let's say that this is, if you include today, six days inclusive of today till New Year's Day, which is on Sunday, and we'll get a final tally on next Monday from Jonesy of how many people have donated to the Patreon and, and made PayPal donations and um, bought him cups of coffee, and we'll wrap this up, and I'll make my matching donation. Remember, I'm donating... $2 for every new Patreon member and a dollar for every cup of coffee bought for Jonesy or $2 for every uh, PayPal donation that's made. So please consider making a donation or joining the Patreon. And remember that Jonesy works hard every day bringing us a five-day-a-week podcast that brings joy, love, and laughter into our lives. And we've got ourselves a nice little community here uh, in this weird AF family. So I know I'm so appreciative of uh, the podcast and the joy it brings into my life every day by listening and, and the callers that call in and leave messages. And, uh, you know, I'm, I am blind and uh, I don't welcome many people into my home, but Jonesy is one of the people I do welcome five days a week. And this community is special to me. I love Jonesy and I love this weird AS family. So thank you all who have donated and who are considering that. Jonesy, thank you very much for the special place you hold in my heart and in my life. And I've been listening for six years, and I appreciate you very much. So uh, good luck to everyone who listens, and Jonesy, good luck with your life, man. Jonesy. This house party that they were talking about where the uh, guy shot the woman twerking, he was talking, they're talking about Cocoa in Florida. Cocoa is a city. It's primarily known as Cocoa Beach, but some people don't call it Cocoa Beach. But it's not Cocoa, you know, literally Cocoa is Cocoa as in the city of Cocoa. I just thought I'd point that out to you because I used to live I used to live not too far from there. I lived in Volusia County, which is where Daytona is, and New Smyrna and Edgewater and those places like that. But uh, my brother actually lives in Mims, which is in Brevard County, which is where Cocoa is. Cocoa's in Mims. You have Cocoa, you have Titusville and Cocoa and Part of Cocoa is where actually the Kennedy Space Center is part of it, <clears throat> part of it, and part of it's in Titusville as well, the Kennedy Space Center. So that's what they're talking about, a Cocoa house party. Cocoa is in Cocoa Beach. This is Stanley wishing you a very Merry Christmas. Take care.
What's happening, Jonesy, you rock and roller? Just figured I'd give you a call and say happy holidays to everyone. Happy holidays to all my favorite people that call you and wish you a happy holiday in this cold temperature. I think it's four degrees here in Cleveland, Ohio. And yes, the Browns did win a football game. And I started laughing because people are selling tickets for the game for $5. So if you were here, Jonesy, or you're my favorite listeners that call you in, I'd buy you guys tickets. I wouldn't go to the game. You <laughs> you guys can go and freeze your butt off. I would sit home in a nice place and watch it on TV, which I am today, uh, Saturday, which is uh, the day before Sunday. But obviously, I don't think too many teams are going to be playing Christmas. Uh, but um just happy and warm and being safe here, which is important. You know, if you were here, I might even flip the bill and say, hey, Jonesy, go get us a, a cup of hot chocolate and some donuts at Dunkin' Donut. I wouldn't be caught out uh, side driving or going out in this kind of weather. Hopefully you're doing good. I'm glad to see um, uh Forgive me, I, I know you had COVID. She had COVID and getting over all that. I'm glad she's okay. Uh, one of your callers, you have to excuse me. I'm not all with it this morning, I should say. Um, ah, you know, it's the holiday season, everyone. You know, so uh, just be careful and be uh, safe and warm and um, love each other. And uh, people love you. Your callers love you and your listeners and everyone else out there, uh, be safe. That's the important thing. All right, you rock and rollers, all of you. You stay safe, stay warm, keep listening to Jonesy, and uh if you can afford to buy him a cup of coffee, go ahead. Hell, I mean, if I could, if I had a podcast, I would probably say the same thing. I wouldn't want to go out and get it. That's the problem. I'm too lazy and want to be too safe. Love you all. Love you, Jonesy. Jim from Cleveland saying, I'm out.